the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us today. The Word of God provides everything we need throughout our earthly existence. There is absolutely nothing that has, is, or will occur in our lives that is not covered by the blood of Jesus. Our sovereign God loves us so much that He created us in His own image and sacrificed His only begotten sinless Son to cover all of our sins. When we surrender our all to Him, we begin to experience the greatest love of all and become recipients of eternal life. Listen with Bible, pen, and paper handy as Pastor Rander ministers to us today. And, it's, you know, a, a, a political correctness is, is there are no absolutes. Now, isn't that stupid? No absolutes. All right, no absolutes, huh? All right, then. Ain't no absolutes. Then, all right, don't jump off the cliff. You ain't going to fall. You grab it and you ain't going down. No, no absolutes. Huh? When you say there are no absolutes, you've already stated an absolute. <laughs> I say, you, you, you contradicted. There's no absolutes. You're a fool. No absolutes. Yeah, yeah. You're a fool. No absolutes. What, listen, listen, you, you fall on a plane, you're going down. Amen. Amen. Oh, man. You drink cyanide, you're going to die. <laughs> That's the absolute. You keep on sinning and sinning, your sin's going to find you. That's the absolute. Huh? I absolutely see you sitting on that second row. Oh, no, Ellie and them not, no, they, that's just a mirage. They not really there. It's whatever you just think they sitting there. Ain't no absolute. They not absolutely sitting there. <laughs> it can't be. Although there's no absolute. So they, they not sitting there. You just think they there. Oh, y'all. Oh, y'all listening now. Thank you, Lord. Uh, some folk are absolutely sick. <laughs> he seeks political correctness. It is, you know what it is, political correctness? It is basically going with the flow of the culture. It is basically going with the flow of the culture. And you know what? I see culture in some of y'all. I hear it when you open your mouth. Don't talk too long around me because I know where you're coming from. Well, a lot of folks don't like to be around me because I'm, I'm coming. Amen. I'm listening to you. I ain't going to say everything I know, but I'm listening. And all you got to do is keep talking. Keep talking. How does one know when he has conformed to this world? Are y'all getting this? Number three, he seeks to be trendy. T-R-E-N-D-Y. Trendy. <laughs> want to keep up with the trend. In other words, one desires to be popular fashionable. 
goes with the flow and is more concerned about what he looks like before people than what he looks like before God. I want to be trendy. I just want to know how folk, what folks think of me. How do I look? Am I cute or handsome? Do I look good? Am I, uh, I, I, I just want to be popular. I want everybody to like me. I got to say it just right. Ooh, God will take me out of this pulpit and even out of this world if I try to be politically correct and trendy with you. I don't, I, you don't come here for me to keep up with the trends. And folks don't, don't tell me what the church is doing down the street. I don't get an account for that one. I, give them, I got to answer to God for this one. And everything ain't to be brought in here. Excuse the English, but ain't to be brought in here. Amen. Because every church is not a church. Some of these churches need to take church off. And you know, a lot of them are renaming themselves. They call them everything but churches now. I still like to be called church. Amen. They do all kind of things now. And, uh, and I like that we're a church. Everybody's going to sinners. Some kind of praise center. I ain't no sinner. Center. We're a church. Boy, it's getting quiet in here now. Church. C-H-U-R-C-H. Church. Say church. Oh, God. How does one know when he's conformed to this world? You have a loss of identity. A loss of identity. Listen to this. This is when one... One's philosophy, one's thinking, speech, and behavior is so similar to the world until he is identified as one of them. Did you get that? Philosophy, thinking, speech, behavior is so similar to the world until he is identified as one of them. Matter of fact, you confuse the world. They don't know who you are, whose you are. Because they see no difference. For example, uh, you're around them, but you don't have your Bible. You're around them, but you don't witness. Some of you are around them, but you're not living holy. You're around them, and there are no self, there's no self-denial. You don't deny yourself, hey, you want this? Want? Oh, yeah, I take it too. You know, if they if they if they doing it, you got to be doing it because you really kind of want to be fit in because you don't want them looking at you kind of funny. So to fit in is called peer pressure. You bow down in order to be like them, which means you have just lost your identity. <laughs> have you lost your identity? How does one know when he's conformed? Number five, he is not easy to lead. He's not easy to lead. He has his own agenda. Stubborn, you say do the simplest of things, can't do it. Strong-willed, why I got to do it? No. 
You can't make me. I don't want to. Why? We've never done it this way before. There he goes again. Strong, resistant to authority. Man, that's the world. Grumbles, possessing a negative spirit. All is because of not. I said that to the choir the other day uh, uh, in a meeting. I said, listen, just be easy to lead. I mean, see, it didn't take anything. Man, I can follow. As long as the person is doing right that's leading, I can follow. It's easy to follow. Just, all you got to do is just follow instructions. Isn't that easy? Easy. Be easy to lead. Not difficult and cantankerous. Okay? Uh, how does one know when he has conformed to the world? He is self-centered. He is self-what? He is self-centered. In other words, it's all about me. Forget about other people. Look out for yourself. You are what matters. <laughs> I've got to have it my way. Let me repeat that. It's all about me. Forget about other people. Look out for yourself. You are what matters. And I've got to have it my way. That's self-centeredness. And you know, the world is basically selfish. They want when they want, when they want it. Number seven, um, you know you have conformed to this world when pleasure is your priority. When pleasure is your what? When pleasure is your priority. This person is a pleasure seeker. Uh, he or she is one who lives in pursuit of personal gratification, personal entertainment, and personal recre recreation. Now, I'm not saying you can't have fun. I'm not saying you're supposed to be under the bed saying your Greek alphabet in reverse. I am not saying that. We are, we're supposed to be just dry and dull and out of touch and no fun. Listen, I'm not trying to steal anybody's fun. I think you ought to enjoy life. Nothing wrong with playing golf. There's nothing wrong with going to see a good, decent movie. There's nothing wrong with uh, playing cards as long as you're not putting no money on it and don't get so mad when you lose. You know, <laughs> nothing wrong with dominoes. There's nothing wrong with checkers and chess and, and uh, all of these kind of things. Basketball and football. But listen, but when that becomes your priority, when you can't get here because the game is on. Y'all, didn't we have a, how many of y'all were here last Saturday night? Didn't we have a time? So, listen, we had a super Sunday right here last Sunday night. The move of God was just awesome. The people of God, five or six hundred of y'all came. It was just absolutely fabulous. Somebody, you can't come to, my baths are on. Ain't your baths. Jesus is your Lord. How did, how the baths blown to you? What, 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 you mean they turning on your lights? They paying your taxes? They fixing your car? Fixing your plumbing? They going to bury you, marry you, visit you when you're sick? Well, go on and be a bear. And they lost anyhow. Oh, God. My bear. My spur. My cowboy. Let me tell y'all something. 
all that stuff. You ought to be saying, my Lord, my Savior, I know that my Redeemer lives. <laughs> he is my shepherd, and I shall not want. Amen. He makes me to lie down in grief. He's my my, 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 my Lord, my Savior, my, Thomas said when he touched his hands and touched his feet, he said, my Lord and my God. Yeah, my coats. My, conforming. All ribbed up, all excited, having your pizza around it. Now, all I'm saying is that if you're going to golf for 12 rounds, 18 holes, or however holes there are, amen, y'all not have a problem sitting in church. And y'all not be a clock watcher. I said a few Sundays ago, why should God let you in heaven for all eternity while you restrict him on earth to one hour? And what if God restricted you in heaven, like you strict, restricted him on earth. All right, you, you restricted me to one hour. I'm going to let you have glory in heaven and the bliss for one hour. And then after that, it's over. Well, a couple more and I'll be done for today. Why is conforming to this world so dangerous? Why is conforming to this world so dangerous? Number one, the Bible tells us not to be conformed to this world. That's why it's dangerous. You know, we ought not do it because Romans 12, 2a says, be not conformed to this world. And if, if God says don't be conformed, that's enough in and of itself. If I don't give you another reason, we ought not be conformed because God says so. You ought not like the world and love it so much that you allow it to conform you. Number two, conformity signifies a divided allegiance. It signifies a what? A divided allegiance. Um, Exodus 23 says, you shall have no other gods before me. A divided, a divided allegiance. Uh, number three, a love of the world brings about conformity by the world. Did you get that? A love of the world brings about conformity, what? By the world. If you love the world, you will be conformed by the world. 1 John 2, 15, 16. Turn, turn there, if you will. 1 John chapter 2, verses 5, toward the end of the Bible. 1st, 2nd, 3rd John, Jude, Revelation. 1 John, uh, just toward the very end. 1st um, John chapter 2, verses 15 and 16. When you finally say amen. That was kind of weak. You're still turning. A love of the world brings about conformity by the world. 1 John 2, 15 says, do not what? Underline it. Do not. Y'all saying that weakly. Weak, very weak. Do not what? Love the world or the things what? If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, what? The lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the, the world. 
Don't love it. Don't love it because if you love it, it will fashion you. If you love it, it will convert you. If you love it, it will assimilate you into its culture. It will grab you. It will sting you. Number four, uh, if you conform, another danger of conformity is this. If you conform to the world, you will be deceived, blinded, and corrupted by it. If you conform to the world, you will be deceived, blinded, and corrupted by it. If you conform, you're going to be deceived. You're going to be blinded. You're going to be corrupted. 2 Corinthians 11.3. 2 Corinthians 11.3. The Lord just convicted me saying, finish this message today. Don't even, I'm going to take my time because somebody ain't going to be back here next week. I'm going to finish it. And I'm not making any apologies either. <laughs> Won't you say amen? Somebody say you're going to be two hours. No, I'm not, but I'm going to get through. So you better turn and turn. <laughs> Second Corinthians 11.3 says, But I fear lest somehow as the serpent did what? What did he, what did he do to Eve? The serpent deceived. And you don't have to, you, you, you get conformed because you are deceived by whom? The enemy. Who is the enemy? Satan. By his what? Craftiness. So your minds may be what? Yeah, corrupted. You know, he deceives you in order to corrupt you from the simplicity that is in Christ. You know, he deceives you for the purpose of corrupting you. If he doesn't deceive you, he can't corrupt you. He, he deceives you so he can corrupt you. It's bad to be in bad shape and don't even know it. Why is conformity so dangerous? Number five, our divine assignment is left incomplete. Our divine assignment. When you conform to this world, your divine assignment is left what? Incomplete. John 9 and 4. I'll read this. I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man or no one can what? Work. Our divine assignment is left incomplete. You know why you're so busy trying to be like them? Trying to identify with them. Trying to run with them. Trying to be like them. Allowing them to squeeze you and mold you and fashion you after them. You know what gets undone? Kingdom work and the, and the plan that God has for you. The divine assignment that he has for you. So while you're trying to be like them, guess what goes undone? Go, goes undone. What the Lord has for you assignment-wise. I mean, you leave your agenda and you hop on the world's agenda, leaving the work of God undone. That's big, y'all. Number six, why is conformity so dangerous? Conformity to the world severs intimacy with the Heavenly Father. Conformity to the world does what? Severs intimacy with the Heavenly Father. That is huge. That's astronomical. That's big. That is big. James 4.4. You need to turn to that one. We can't turn to all of them, but we'll turn to a few of, few of them. Uh, conformity to the world severs our intimacy with the Heavenly Father. James chapter 4, verse 4. Oh, God, help me. 
James 4, fourth chapter of, of James, fourth verse. It says, adulterers and adulteresses. You see? Anyone that leaves God is an adulterer or an adulteress. Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. You know, that's dangerous. That's dangerous. Listen, we, we are in the last days. It is too dangerous. The world is too wicked. And you don't know what is about that. With all this terrorism and all this killing around us, even on our street, it's not just about Iraq. I mean, you, I mean it's a challenge just getting on 1604. It is too dangerous for you not to be close to God, intimate with God. And being like the world destroys the intimacy. Number seven, Satan uses the enticements of this world to lure believers into conformity, which results in captivity. I say it again. I know I read it kind of fast. Satan uses the what? Enticements of this what? World to lure believers into conformity, which results in captivity. You know what he lures you? You know what Satan uses to lure you uh, and to get you all tied up and tangled up? He uses what you like. He baits you. You know you're not going to kill anybody. He's not going to bait you with a murder. You know, but if you know you, you, you like money, he'll use greed. You see? You know, you, know you like women, then he'll put, a, he'll put a, a nice one right there for you. That's right. He'll put it, he'll put it right there. Go out. Yeah. Well, whatever it is. He's going to entice you with what you like. Satan uses enticements of this world to lure believers into conformity. And once you conform, guess what? You are taken captive. Here's a big scripture, and every one of you need to turn to this one. 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 18 through 21. 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 18 through 21. Man, I read this scripture and just said, wow, look at this. Satan uses the enticements of this world to lure believers into conformity, which results in what? Captivity. 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 18 through 21. Look what it says here. And I'm reading from the New King James translation. For when they speak great swelling, swelling words of emptiness, they allure through the lust of the flesh, through lewdness, the one who have actually escaped from those who live in error. You know? You escaped it, and then Satan lures you back into it. Verse 19, while they promised them liberty. Oh, we're going to give you freedom if you embrace this. We're going to give you freedom. They themselves are what? Slaves of corruption. Those who are slaves of corruption are trying to entice you to be like them so that you too can be enslaved but they who are enslaved think they are free when actually they are what? Enslaved. You see? While they pro promise them liberty, they themselves are slaves of corruption. For by whom a person is overcome by him, also he is brought into what? Bondage. When you bite into it, you're into bondage. For if after they have escaped the pollution, look, the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, 
they are again entangled in them and overcome. The latter end is worse for them than the beginning. Did you see that? I mean, God got you out of it, delivered you out of it, and you allow Satan to lure you back in. The latter end is worse than the beginning. For it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than having known it. To turn from the holy commandments delivered to them. Now, y'all, that is a staggering verse. Did y'all see that? He says, better for you to not have done it than to have, have been delivered and then be re-enslaved and turn from the holy commandments. That's deep. It was, it, it, this is worse for you than at the beginning. You know why? Because you knew truth. Before you came to truth, you didn't have it, but now you know it. Then you walk away from it and try to act like one of them. God said, I didn't bring you out to act like them. Number eight. Conforming to this world will ultimately leave you with absolutely nothing. Conforming to this world will leave you with absolutely what? Nothing. 1 John 2, 17. Conforming to this world will leave you with absolutely nothing. First uh, John 2, 17 says, And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of the Father abides forever. I mean, you want to be like the world. Why do you want to be like it? All that you see, all that you can touch, all that you can smell is what? Passing away. So if all that's passing away, what are you left with? Nothing. First John 2, 17. That's why you don't embrace and conform. Number nine, conformity to this world steals our longing to be with Christ. Conforming to this world steals our what? Longing to be with the Lord Jesus Christ. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching and would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Come worship with the Maranatha Bible Church family on Father's Day, Sunday, June 19th at 10 a.m. On this special day, our worship celebration will express gratitude and appreciation to all fathers and grandfathers. Pastor Randall Draper has a special message prepared for all fathers that will encourage, bless, and strengthen them during these challenging times. Come celebrate Father's Day with us. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.